Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It is a special Ohio State return edition, analyzing what it means because Berm, Tommy Eichenberg is back with the Buckeyes. Yeah, I mean, it's a decision that changes pretty much everything about the way Ohio State can handle its defense uh, for the next season. And we talked about it ad nauseum in the last week. But, you know, really, I mentioned it uh, to Andrew on a recruiting episode of, of uh, Talking Stuff that the biggest and most important thing for Jim Knowles to do this offseason was to make sure that Tommy Eichenberg came back. You're getting back a first-team All-Big Ten linebacker, second-team All-American, a player that probably was um, overlooked in some of the national awards um, b- based on the fact that he didn't have the name recognition coming into the season. Uh, but he has it now, and he probably enters the 2023 season as the favorite to win the Buckus Award uh, and to be a first-team All-American and to leave Columbus with his name, not just in Buckeye Grove, but with a chance to say, hey, he's one of those guys that – like Mike Dawson, 2002, um, decided I want to come back and I want to win a national championship. And uh, it's a really special moment for him and, and really good for Ohio State. Yeah, I think that, you know, what, you and I both feel like he uh, was snubbed for some of the national awards and some of the attention last year. And I've talked about the reasons I feel that way uh, or about how college football award voting works, that you have to have major name recognition in almost every circumstance to win. Tommy's individual numbers last year are off the charts. They were certainly good enough. You can, so were the other guys who were up for the major awards as well, but what he did to help turn around Ohio State's defense from start to finish in the way that they played the year before was remarkable. Uh, I don't think anybody who watched him on a week out basis didn't notice how impactful and influential and critical he was to Ohio State's defense. So uh, now that won't be the case. He'll go into this offseason. with everyone in the country knowing who he is, he will be named on every preseason All-America team, and voters will have that in mind when they're naming semifinalists, when they're working through their process of voting far too early. Um, I think we can, as long as Tommy Hickenberg's healthy, I think we can assume that he will earn that recognition in October and November, and that will that's not why he's coming back, but that will be a huge benefit to him, and will it change his draft stock between now and this time next year? Maybe, maybe not. I don't really know how much more room there is. I know he was encouraged to come back and he has an opportunity to uh, live with his roommates that he loves spending time with, with Cade Stover and Steel Chambers. He has a chance, you know, the last two years uh, that he's been on the field regularly. They did not beat Michigan or win the Big Ten. He's got a chance to compete for that. Um, so there's there's nothing but op- upside on and off the field. And clearly, the, to me, he's not somebody who's driven by NL, NIL opportunity or attention. We offered him the opportunity to come on here and make an announcement himself to talk to Buckeye Nation, and he was willing to do so, and then it just didn't fit his personality, and he's like, you know what, let's move on from that. I'm going to post a picture, and that's more in Tommy Eichenberg's style. So it's certainly not about all that other stuff, uh, but the potential benefit for him is clear. Yeah, it's not about that stuff, but if you're a local business around Ohio, you have a kid who now is a fifth-year player at Ohio State who... um is from Cleveland, who you know loves and, and dreams of dreamt of playing in Columbus his whole life, and he's the type of guy that if you are spending NIL dollars as a local business or a business around Ohio, that you want to put it in. Uh, but as you mentioned, this is an opportunity for Tommy to cement himself as a national type prospect. I don't know that necessarily it's a situation where he's even going to really be able to help himself draft stock wise. I mean, he's probably a third or fourth round pick at his peak, depending on the uh, style of defense that drafts him and what he really fits. But uh, what it does show is that a guy understands the value of playing college football and understands 
that you're not going to get this back. You're never going to get another opportunity to, to play high, you know, football at a high level with some of your best friends, guys that will be in your wedding, guys that will be at your funeral. I mean, this is a, 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 a collection of things that you don't get back. And I think so often as we've seen the recruiting calendar speed up and we've seen, um, you know, everything else speed up after it. There's a lot of times when people just sort of take for granted how unique and how cool the opportunity is that they have to do what they love and to do it in a pressure filled situation, but one that actually they have an entire world supporting them. And uh, you don't get that when you get to the NFL. Um, Beyond that, what Tommy Eichenberg brings back is he's now the guy that sort of fills that Tanner McAllister role from this past season for Ohio State, a guy who will know Jim Knowles' defense better than anybody. He will be able to help teach C.J. Hicks and Gabe Powers and Reed Carrico and Cody Simon, whoever else is around Ohio State, um, all the ins and outs of it, and he's going to get to do it with two working hands. So you got to love that. Yeah, it's uh, that's a big deal uh, after breaking bones in both of them. An example of his toughness and uh, his willingness to do whatever for Ohio State to play through all that. We get a lot of questions at OhioState.Rivals.com. About, oh, it's great that Tommy and Steele are back, but now what does that mean for the rest of the room? And I think it's a interesting question. The benefits far outweigh anything else. Like Those guys are both proven uh, key cogs. They know the system. They're going to get even better, get a chance to get developed. They'll be able to do more. I don't know how much of Jim Knowles, like that percentage that we joked about all year long, how much of the defense is in. I don't think it ever got 100% of the way in, but if you have those two linebackers in the middle, that's going to open up more uh, options potentially for Jim Knowles and the Silver Bullets. And then then what happens from there? How will Jim Knowles reshape things around him? C.J. Hicks is going to force his way into some sort of role. How big is it? How does it work? I don't know. I, I was looking and crunched some of the numbers. Like Cody Simon played uh, about – a third of the available snaps at linebacker last season. So it's not that there's not room. What And Cody Simon at this point could still be that guy or CJ Hicks, or as you mentioned, you know, Reed Carrico, somebody gave power, somebody like that. Uh, there's going to be a chance to play in as a third linebacker uh, in some capacity. Uh, Tommy's not going to come off the field and Steele's not really going to come off the field. We, we know that that's how that, that scheme is going to work, but we've also seen some of the Sonny styles playing against larger personnel, uh, is that something that CJ Hicks could do? Uh, could they move him around? Could they, you know, consider him at a Jack or Leo? I, I don't know, but I think that that's the part. It's good for Ohio State that they don't have to replace two of the best linebackers in the Big Ten and one of the best linebackers in the country. Um, and it's it's a little, it's just a subplot to figure out what that means for the rest of those young guys. Yeah, it's it's never a bad thing to have good players and to have too many good players is not a real problem. So uh, what it is, though, for Ohio State is a chance to take what has been described, you know, in jest all year long as a safety driven defense. Next year should be a linebacker driven defense, because that is the part of the defense where you have your veterans, where you have the guys that know the scheme, know the system. And I think you'll see more elaborate stuff being done at linebacker than we saw this year. Tommy Eichenberg blitzed a lot, uh, you know, in just pure pass rush situations. I think you'll see more of that. Uh, I do think that there's an opportunity for CJ Hicks to maybe play some of that Jack role. He is a much more fluid athlete than someone like Jack Sawyer is. And because of Jack Harrison's departure, there may be a need for Jack to slide down and play true defensive end spot that, that Zach did and that longer, you know, wider frame to, to help contain the run. 
And, and you can let a guy like CJ, who's very athletic, but still six foot four and almost 250 pounds. He's not a small kid. Uh, you know, this is not a kid who, who is a tiny linebacker like we've seen that switch to the hybrid six one, 200 pound kids. This is a, a true, legit six foot four, 240 pound linebacker. So you can do things with him that you had thought about doing with Jack Sawyer. And, and whatever it takes, Ohio State is going to find ways to make it work. Good coaching staffs adapt to the players they have. They don't try to adapt players they have to the scheme. And uh, Jim Knowles, despite the fact that his scheme is well-known and the fact that he's run it for a long time, he's going to move parts around that fit what uh, the Buckeyes do best. And as you mentioned, what they do absolutely the best, they do when Tommy Eichenberg is in the middle of that defense. And that that is unquestioned. That is without any doubt that uh, it is the best thing for Ohio State to have, in my opinion, the Big Ten's best linebacker returning next season. Do you think that he will be more loquacious in his final season with the Buckeyes? I doubt it. Um, I think it's important. <laughs> however, I think it is important that he steps up as a as a vocal leader inside of the locker room. He he was a lead by example guy all year, and we saw sometimes you know team video clips where he was the the guy in the middle leading the 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 team at the end of practice or whatever. But his role and what he does and what he brings to that team is that toughness, that edge that guys need to have. He played with two broken hands. I mean, how do you play linebacker with two broken hands? I'm not sure, but he found a way to do it and didn't complain once, didn't miss a play because of it. So uh, it, it's really a testament to who he is. And, you know, I was talking um, around, you know, to people about Tommy uh, before we recorded this and, you know, looking back on his recruitment and I, I never spoke to Tommy in his recruitment. I talked to his father, Greg, I talked to his brother, Liam and Liam's recruitment, but Tommy has just never been that guy. So uh, you shouldn't expect that to change. And uh, I think that it's probably, you know, funny just to think about him and Cade and, and uh, Steele all returning and what they're going to get up to next year. I hope we can find some ways to do some creative stuff uh, with those three as a group, but uh, individually, Tommy Eichenberg, doesn't want to be seen. We we were joking, you and I, about his Twitter account and how he tweeted twice in the last two years. There were a couple times when he had quote tweeted things, but it was always about his teammates. It was never about him, and uh, it's never been about him. So I, I know that that makes a day like today difficult for someone like Tommy. But Ohio State fans should be super excited that Tommy Eichenberg is coming back for year five because this is the type of decision that changes a team from good to great. It's big time for Ohio State. Tommy Eichenberg is back, and they kept that entire household together, which is significant, both linebackers and the starting tight end, uh, with uh, those three making their decisions known. Steele did that earlier in December. Uh, both Kate and Tommy waited a little bit more into January, but now uh, they have made their intentions known in different ways, as we would not should not be surprised by with their yeah, none of them None of them with a lot of uh, you know pomp and circumstance <laughs> around it. Cade's uh, I, I am coming back. Um, you know, it's Terminator. sort of ter Terminator-esque. And Tommy, like I said, I mean, I, I think it's great. Uh, it's funny in our situation because we're always trying to find ways to pull stuff out of people. But at some point, you're just glad that they are who they are. Uh, and, you know, you hope that they find a way to, to be celebrated for it because that is a monster decision. And I imagine no one in Ohio is happier today than Jim Knowles. Yeah, that's uh, definitely correct. Uh, Jim Knowles and Ryan Day getting big piece back as they uh, retool, revamp, and uh, reload looking ahead into 2023. Uh, interesting week, as always, covering Ohio yeah. State, but Tommy Eichenberg. Who knows? Back. Maybe it gets more interesting, Austin. We're still waiting oh, on one, one big announcement, it, right? We're, we're just waiting on one big announcement. I'm not saying don't. anything. I'm saying it's just 
it's weird, right? It's weird that it's taken this long. I'm not putting anyone's hopes up. Don't get your hopes don't, up. But don't do that, Jimmy Fallon. But it's weird. Don't do that, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, all right. Well, he's Berman. I'm Austin. And now he's stirred the pot. So get ready for uh, the next episodes coming to you on the podcast. And you can also hang out with us at OhioState.Rivals.com. We will see you later.